0: Welcome to the show. In the studio today, I have Lauren Finerty. She's a nurse practitioner at Victory Men's Health. She's been on several podcasts, and we're going to have a very easy, informal conversation here about the importance of a female supporting their man through their journey of hormone optimization, or maybe your partner struggling with erectile dysfunction and is needing you to be understanding. So Lauren and I are obviously two females that strongly support our spouses on their optimization and sexual health journey. So we want to provide some female perspective here, why a woman should really want the man in their life to have their health as a priority, and why hormones really do sit at the top of that list of importance. So Victory has thousands of patients, and we have seen and heard it all. Trust me, there is nothing I feel like that we have not seen or heard. And we have seen women be extremely supportive of the man in their life on this journey. And then we've seen the flip side of this coin where women have not supported their men. And then we have women somewhere in between where they're probably just a little more unsure and maybe have heard some of the testosterone fallacies and are just trying to navigate that Information. So let's start, Lauren, with some of the things you have heard patients tell you why their partner doesn't want them on testosterone or what reasons have women given you why they wouldn't support their man on testosterone?
1: Probably the most common things that I get from either patients and or their wives that might be with them are, first of all, one of the things you've already talked about before, which I'm not going to talk about today, which is prostate cancer. That is a myth. Go back to Amy's podcast and listen to that, which I'm sure you'll link. But the other ones are aggression or sometimes there's concerns about, you know, men wanting too much sex or the Is there such a
0: thing? That's what the men listening are wondering.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So probably by and large, it's misconceptions about mood and aggression on testosterone would be one and then the erections are the other.
0: So what would you say to a female that's like, I don't want my husband to be aggressive, so therefore he shouldn't take testosterone?
1: Oh man. How are you going to respond to that? <laughs> I am going to tell them that it is unlikely unless they are on a very poor protocol. So, and by poor protocol, I mean like, yeah, sure, if the dosing is too high, you might have some issues with mood or too infrequent. That hormone fluctuation is going to cause an issue. But to be honest, the patients that we have come back to us, you would be surprised how often I hear from our male patients, hey, Lauren, you didn't tell me my mood was going to be better on testosterone. My family notices, my coworkers notice, like this is something I want to be on. I would say aggression is a huge myth on testosterone therapy. And so I would very much encourage patients to not be wary of starting testosterone based on that myth.
0: Yeah and I think we say if you're an asshole before you started on testosterone you're still going to be an asshole. Yes,
1: I think Anna referenced me. I I am uh, very sarcastic at times and I've definitely said that to patients <laughs> before. So I think all the other nurse practitioners now like to use that line and I and I'm happy for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when you're talking about high doses of testosterone you're referring to like bodybuilder like
1: way off the chart. Yeah, like massive doses. Yeah, sure. Abusing
0: testosterone. Yeah,
1: but even then, I don't think that, you know, the studies necessarily show a statistically significant increase in aggression. So I think you have to kind of take that one with a grain of salt. But either way, we are not prescribing those kind of dosing. This is optimization therapy, not abuse of anabolic steroids here.
0: And to your point about it actually improving mood, I just want to read a few short comments men have left us on our Google review concurring that statement. And here's one. I've heard their commercials for years and always thought, quote, I should check them out someday. So at 44 years old, I made an appointment and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Have a better outlook, mood and feel better than I felt in years. If this is something you're considering, make the appointment. Review number two, TRT has changed the quality of my life in so many ways, and I will continue to trust Victory with my health. Number three, I've been going to them since August 2019, and the improvements to my everyday life have exponentially improved. Less stress, increased motivation, higher energy levels, and of course, my T levels are now where they should be. Review number four, Victory Men's Health has completely changed my life. I feel and look the best I've felt in years. Review number five, and the final one I'll read to you, they helped put me on the path to being in the best shape of my life at age 50. I cannot thank them all enough. These are great testaments to the positive impact testosterone has on these men's life and their mood, debunking the thought that testosterone has a negative impact on their mental health.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, depression and anxiety is a symptom of low testosterone. So I've even, you know, on occasion, I've seen patients come off of medications for mood. But, you know, I'll use my husband as an example. I would say that he's a better husband, a better father. I notice if he ever misses a dose, which I try not to let happen. I know that he does better. And then but we again, we hear it from patients all the time. My mood is so much better.
0: Yeah, so when you get those hormones in an optimal range, it improves mood. And then let's talk about the benefits that it has on sleep, for example. And if you're sleeping better yeah, and you wake up refreshed, you start your day better, you're yeah. in a better mood. You're increase, having a better day.
1: Increased energy, increased confidence. So all of those things kind of play into the improvements in mood, not the aggression that is often perpetuated in the media.
0: Okay, so... Ladies, just know that if your husband starts on testosterone or your partner starts on testosterone, it is not going to make them more aggressive. Now, let's talk
1: about the sex drive. Sure. So sex drive, you know, I kind of tell patients that if it's not a problem before, like, I don't expect some massive increase in sex drive if it's not a symptom of their low testosterone. Now, sure, you know, if they've aged and their sex drive is going down as a result of that, yeah, that might go up more comparable to their younger years. But it is not this problem for most people. In the several years that I've been doing this, rarely is a patient coming back and saying, hey, my wife wife hates you because of the testosterone therapy and my sex drive that comes with it. So sex drive is, you know, yeah, if it's a symptom that they're having, I want to increase it, but I wouldn't say it's a detriment of testosterone either for most people.
0: And then in the case where the spouse has gotten his sex drive back to where it used to be and the wife's sex drive doesn't match his... What would you say in that case? Well, so
1: now there's a disproportion. So if there's an issue, I would imagine largely it comes from that. And just like men, we uh, females need our hormones optimized too. So I really encourage females to also seek out optimization therapy as well so that they can have that same quality of life and that they're not having that disproportion where it feels like a chore to them either.
0: And there should be numerous other reasons why a woman wants their man to take care of themselves and fix their testosterone deficiency. It increases motivation, so maybe that motivation turns into him skipping his after-work nap for helping the kids with schoolwork or playing with the kids in the yard or maybe doing yard work. I don't know. It helps with weight loss, which helps a man become more confident. That confidence could turn into a promotion at work. The list goes on and on. We should be celebrating the fact that our man wants to take initiative to become healthier.
1: Yeah, I mean low testosterone is a risk factor for multiple health problems. And so we're hopefully increasing that longevity for them too, that quality of life. And maybe this goes back to the mood a little bit. Honestly, maybe if their, you know, spouse's mood is a little bit better on testosterone, maybe they want to have sex more with them too, which is probably why we don't hear a lot of guys coming back complaining about it or saying that their wives are complaining about it rather or their partners of any gender.
0: <laughs> yeah. So We have received the occasional email or text message from the wife complaining about their husband on testosterone. And I have one here to read just to give a little insight. So here's an example of something a wife has sent in. Hello, I'm just wanting to send you a message regarding my husband. We won't name him. Well, since he's been on testosterone injections, he's been very aggressive and somewhat borderline mean. That's kind of an interesting statement, isn't it? He's been he's borderline mean, but very aggressive. I I okay okay. Anyway, carry on here. So we do not have a sexual relationship right now. It's been over two years. We have a troubled marriage. I don't know if he shared this with you, but he needs to be honest because his marriage has absolutely no, in big capital letters, sexual relations. I do not like what these injections are doing to him. He's aggressive. He's going to end up in jail
1: if he doesn't keep his hands off me and leave me alone.
0: You want to so <laughs> you want to touch on that one? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and I think this was a patient of mine, if I remember correctly. So here's the thing: that patient had actually not even been on testosterone for not even quite a week at the time that we received that email. So the problems that they were having were pre-existing. Testosterone is not going to fix marital issues, so that definitely should be addressed elsewhere. Sexual health counselor, something else. So I'll just kind of touch on that a little bit, but I think that you know, as far as men having trouble keeping their hands off their woman, you know, this is not something that is a thing here. Like this isn't something that by and large men are going out and doing things that their partners don't want them to do. That is a mutual relationship. In most cases, there's going to be those outliers like that email you received. But I do not think that that is something to expect a problem with.
0: Yeah. And just because I read the negative email, I do want to point out all the positive reviews that we get online from the men talking about how the testosterones improve their mood, improve their life, improve their marriage. We have over 500 five star reviews. But I want to point out the reason I read this text message that we received from this wife is because it's bullshit. She's projecting onto us something that doesn't exist. There's obviously been issues in the marriage for years prior to him starting. And I'm reading this thinking, well, one, you have a a lot of issues. And two, you're just mad because your husband is wanting to take care of himself. And now you're wondering what that means. Maybe other women find him more attractive now. He's out there taking care of himself. He's motivated. He's motivated at work. So I think this email has a lot of things that they need to address in their relationship. And it has nothing to do with us. Like Lauren mentioned, he took one testosterone shot. Like, give me a break. This is a woman projecting onto us.
1: Yeah. Most of the time, people aren't really seeing a lot of differences in testosterone, even that early on, outside of some cases of maybe like a honeymoon period. So I wouldn't have anticipated that to be caused by the testosterone either.
0: If one testosterone injection could change your life, people would be lined up out the door. To Seriously,
1: I would to feel and them. look a lot better too. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so I like that she tried to give credit to the testosterone, but unfortunately, she's she doesn't have it right there. Let's talk about the erectile dysfunction piece. And erectile dysfunction is a very sensitive topic for men. And if they don't perform, it carries with them into their next bedroom performance. And if a partner starts to punish them for that. In turn. And what I mean by that is like, oh, you're not attracted to me anymore. Oh, what did I do? Oh, are you cheating on me? That can be detrimental to his, his sexual anxiety and performance. In the future.
1: Yeah. You know, psychosocial, you know, confidence in that bedroom is imperative if we're treating ED. Now, most of the actual causes, as we've discussed, for ED are more like blood flow related, but probably a little bit of getting in the head is almost always a piece of the puzzle. You start to question your erection one time, well, the next time, you're like, oh, you know, crap, last time I couldn't perform. And so then now if you have somebody else in your ear questioning that, too, that that will not help the problem. And I know it's easy to do. I would just encourage spouses to try to avoid that narrative at all costs, because it likely is only going to make the problem worse. And then now we're contributing to those relationship issues too. I want to get to the bottom of the problem, but I want to keep confidence up in the bedroom or rebuild it while I'm trying to treat those other causes as well.
0: Yeah. And let's say they need Viagra, Cialis, or Levitra to have a firm erection. The wife Our partner shouldn't punish them for that either because they might have an underlying issue, nitric oxide, blood flow, whatever it may be, that they need that medication to perform. It's not because he's not attracted to you. Yeah. He he
1: needs that. You're absolutely right. And again, you know, that's a nice medication to help rebuild confidence in the bedroom. They're often a good starting point for people. They're kind of first-line therapy, but at least in the primary care urology world. In our case, we like to start treating the other problems, too, like the blood flow, the hormones. We want to—I'm looking for a 1 plus 1 equals 3 here. Like, I want to get all those pieces But those medications, you know, can help keep things rocking and rolling in the bedroom. And I had a patient this week that their wife, whenever they were first dating, mentioned that they were not okay whenever they found their husband's Viagra. Like he didn't think she would have a problem with it anymore. But years ago when they started dating, big issue. And all this time, his anxiety has been growing and growing over years and years. And he was worried about the spontaneity factor. There's ways that we can help keep that spontaneity, like the sublingual PDE-5s that we've previously talked about, or a daily low-dose Cialis to keep a little bit in the system every day. There are some things we can do to help with that.
0: Yeah, and We encourage the female to come along to the council with them so everybody can be on the same page here.
1: Absolutely. And I think having an open communication when it comes to sexual health, because it is a tough topic. But I think if I have a spouse that's with them, I've looked them in the eyes before and I've said, you know, hey, I want you to support them in this, you know, try not to question. And if it really is an issue, definitely, again, sexual health counseling can be an excellent adjunct to any men's health treatment for ED.
0: And you mentioned earlier wave therapy and how effective that treatment is for restoring blood flow to the penis. And I want to address the possibility of a spouse being uncomfortable with one of our female nurses or female medical assistants doing that procedure. We are medical professionals here, and this is no different than a female having a male OBGYN or a female seeing a male urologist. This procedure is extremely effective, and it would be very unfortunate for a man not to do this procedure for that reason.
1: Yeah, it's another day in the office for us. I can understand where there might be some hesitations. To be honest, I saw way more penises whenever I worked in cardiovascular than (laughs) I do now. So this is just not something that we think about like that. Okay, this is for them to go home and have that sexual life that they want with their partners.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so the long story short of this is is that we just want women to support their men through this journey whether they're on the hormone optimization journey whether they are experiencing some erectile dysfunction but being a supportive partner to your male will make all the difference and it ultimately benefits Both of you and if you have a family, it also benefits the family.
1: Yep. And again, come to the consult if you're concerned or, you know, if the patient gives approval for it, then we can also talk to those spouses to kind of work through this process so that everybody feels comfortable with the work that we're doing to get their husbands feeling better. And if
0: you have any questions, you can email us at podcast at amystuttle.com. And we would encourage females to send any questions they might have in regards to their partner on testosterone replacement therapy. And I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you.